Are you sick of major sports networks bashing athletes to help their bottom line? Do you want reliable information on sporting events and controversies? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports, a podcast based around discussions and debates about recent football, basketball, baseball, and MMA events. Now, here's your host, Nate Dog. We are live at the Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports. I am your host, Nate Dog, here to bring you reliable sports news and information with different perspectives on and on questions and controversies at hand. If you need to get in contact with me, go through NateDogSports.com. Two G's, no spaces, NateDogSports.com. First things first, I want to thank Ethan Evans again for his episode two appearance. I couldn't ask much more from him. Y'all should go listen to it if you haven't right now. But now, I'm going to introduce my next guest, sports fanatic and my brother, Nolan Lee. How you doing, my man? What's up? Man, it's, it's good to have you. I want to thank you again for you joining. Uh, I'm going to give the uh, listeners a little bit of a rundown here because uh, there's some things I want to uh, uh, educate our listeners about. Uh, Nolan Lee is a massive sports fan like myself. He watches a lot of sports, uh, a bunch of different sports. Uh, but he's actually pursuing a degree uh, in career outside of sports. Uh, you know, I like to bring on multiple perspectives. Uh, he is taking a shot at Broadway and becoming a performer. The, that's that's pretty big, you know. I mean, I, I think that's a pretty big deal, you know. I, I, and I hope that works out for you. But let's give these listeners uh, a reasoning why why you do this, because uh, I know because we've lived together for twenty years. But let's give a let's give the listeners a reason why do you love music and performing so much. You know, I want to first say, but like, I got big goals. You know, still so young. You know, I just it, it was a, it's a childhood dream. You know, be on Broadway. You know, yep. it doesn't work out for everybody. I know I'm I'm aware of that it it's going to take hard work and stuff. But all that being said, you know, I, we grew up in a house where you know we love sports. Mm-hmm. But I, even before sports, I remember just like singing. I just mm-hmm. remember being a kid and singing songs and just having my little radio and playing songs and have a little microphone singing into it but yeah. you know i, I just I, yeah we listen to all that country and stuff like yeah that. we were listening we were singing country and yeah exactly so I, that's my that was kind of like my you know first little bit into it but then we got into stage truck and uh at nine and it just kind of took off from there i just mm-hmm. i started doing shows through that and um it was my first taste of musical theater and then that i did some more shows with some other places Purvis got really good quality shows, so that was a really good experience. And, you know, there was a point where we played sport. We played football and baseball growing up, and yep. there just came a point where it was like, all right, got to make a decision. And I had known that since I was a kid. Like, I was, I'd was, i always talk to Grandma about it, and we knew that music was the decision. Yeah. Like, I, even from a, like, even from a young age, we knew that music was going to be the decision. That's what we loved. You know, so um, – and you did band. Yeah. You exactly. started with band. So, like, there was, there was, you know. I could have went basketball. No. Yeah. I went band. Yeah. So, there was a there was a love of music in our family. And I think there was something to do with the Saints. <laughs> I want to believe that. Yeah, we had a little right. jazzy in us. So exactly. I feel like. New yeah, Orleans. I mean, that's why you played the trumpet. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So, we had some music love for us. And then, you know, it came to that time to make a decision. And my senior year, I just was like, let's do it. So, when I went to audition for USM, I, I got to see the choirs there and. They're so good. And I was so like, I, oh my you gosh. know, I can't imagine being 
getting to be able to do something like this. So that was, that was when I made that decision um, to just that. Uh, I was like, yeah, this is for me. Now USM's music program is classical. Very, it's a classical mm-hmm. uh, based music program. I didn't, I didn't know that beforehand. I was just like, oh, I like music. So let's just Sounds keep doing, good. let's just do, keep doing music. <laughs> yeah. So that's been a little bit of a challenge and, you know, Broadway's my first love. And if I have something to improve in, it's going to be the classical, but you know, mm-hmm. I, um, you know, I'm still trying to take a shot at it, and I um, think I'm going to go get, try to take my master's after I get my um, my bachelor's in music ed. And yeah, uh, actually, can you give me a little bit of a rundown on that? Because you are doing a you're going for performance, but you're doing music ed in uh, in on a degree. What what was your th- uh, reasoning behind that? So, at first, it was you know I've always been told my whole life you gotta have a plan B, you gotta have a plan B, mm-hmm. and that's a good that's a very valid point. That's a very solid point, and you know. Because it's something crazy, like COVID could happen. And then, you know, some yep. sh- some crazy stuff could happen. And you never know when something in life doesn't work out for you. So you got to have something that you can make some money. So, mm-hmm. and I also, part of my whole life, part of my childhood, I had a, had a teacher in me, you know, I just like, I just like play around, you know, whiteboard, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of nerdy, but <laughs> I, I, had, I had a little bit of teacher in me. So it doesn't, it didn't bother me that I was going to get my degree, my undergrad in teaching. So that was kind of my reason for that. And then. Um, our music ed and performance programs at USM are very, they're very similar. So yeah. I'm getting a lot out of it. I w- I'm getting just as much, maybe a little less out of it that the performance major would be getting. So I'm, I'm getting plenty of opportunities to perform. So, yeah. you know, it's good to get the uh, degree and then you can kind of go from, go, you do what you want with that after. So that was kind of my reason for that. I get that. I, I can respect that. It's a good, it's a good idea. You know, you never know. If it works out, and then you know, maybe after that, you could go into teaching. You know, yeah. If the performing thing, the dream is, is the performer works out, get to do that for years. I learned a lot, and then I get to come back and get to teach some people what I learned. Yeah. But if it doesn't work out, I can always just come back, and I have start two. Teaching. I have two degrees, and I can start teaching. Exactly. All right. Yeah, and I want to get into this uh, uh, next question I have here. Uh, how many years do you see this taking, uh, like, to get to Broadway, or is it kind of more of an opportunity? opportunity-based, like, goal or career, and is it just that one big call you're waiting for? You know, I have a – I don't know how to feel about this mindset, but I kind of just like to life, I like to see where life takes you. Smart. You know, you got to have some goals, but I think, you know, there's the one big goal, which is the Broadway goal. Mm-hmm. But I think that your life is going to be uh, – you're going to have a better life if you have small goals that you aim for, mm-hmm. and you just – you aim for those. Yep. And if you aim for those little goals, it that that gets you into the direction of the big goal. Then it it's just a matter of time. Yep. So that's just kind of my mindset right now. And just you know, I'm working on this music ed degree, and then I kind of have a goal for my five year goal is to have my master's. So you know, it's just kind of a process. And that's I really don't have, I don't have any idea for what I'm going to do after my after getting my masters I'm just kind of just taking it one step at a time one step at a time I think that's a great way to live life man you know you don't want to miss anything on the way because of this agenda that you write down and you have to follow exactly. I can respect that and I really hope that works out for you man you know I, I definitely it. do yeah. I want people to see that true talent that you have and all the work that you put in but let's get into the pound perspective let's and let's it. test your uh, acknowledging and opinions of, uh, on sports news around the world let's see if this music guy knows something yeah, about let's sports. see what this music guy knows what he's talking about <laughs> about first things first let's get into the nfl probably our favorite sport in the world i mean it's 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 the best let's be honest a lot of beauty a lot of heartbreaks god you uh, especially (laughs) for saints fans especially for saints fans but let's get into this thing 
What NFL game result from week four are you most surprised about and why? I'm going to go with the uh, the Bucks patriots game. Oh. I thought that that game was, um, I, you know, I, it's easy to say it after the fact that I'm not trying to be that guy, but I, I was kind of saying all week that uh, I thought this game was going to be closer than people put it as. You did. I, I, you I did. really I really did. Um, I thought it was now, I, I, did, I didn't think it was going to play out the way it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be, the Bucks defense is hard to run on, but I thought it was going to be something about keeping Tom Brady off the field. I thought that that was yeah. going to be some part of plan there was to keep Tom Brady off the field. But but they slung that thing around, dude. They, they just – Mac Jones just said, all right, I'm the guy. I'm going to be the next guy. Be, I got to be that dude. And it was really surprising to see how bad they played against the Saints the week before. Yeah. we Yeah. And that that's frustrating, isn't it? Like yeah. They made that – that's Bill Belichick for you. I feel like they might have been looking ahead. You never know. I think that they were looking ahead a little bit. I think that it was it was on their minds. That was like their Super Bowl come. Yeah. They they um I don't know. It's hard for me to think that a team that's coached by Bill Belichick was thinking ahead. But I, I think that the Saints are not a bad football team, and I don't mean to be getting away from here and no, trying to try sure. talk about my Saints love uh, here. But yeah, I don't think the Saints are a bad football team. I think they got a pretty good defense. So I think that I think that the Patriots made a lot of mistakes in that game so that score and the way things played out looked worse for the Patriots than it actually was definitely I think the Patriots are not a bad football team and I think that it was obviously an emotional game for Tom you know it it was a lot more than I thought it would be you know when you've been somewhere for 20 years you won six championships like this dude is the legitimate goat like the conversation's over he's got seven rings it's more than Jordan yeah you're not gonna tell I know that playing quarterback is different than playing small forward in the NBA but there's a certain respect you got to have for the quarterback position because that is, I think it's the hardest position to play because you have to know so so much. so I many. Mean, you things. are the leader. I mean, you, you are you, the guy. I mean, he's the guy. Yep. The quarterback's the guy. He's you know. I mean, it's a team sport, but they all rally around the quarterback, quarterback especially yeah. if it's a Tom Brady, a Peyton Manning, or Drew Brees. I mean, there was like a certain feeling that you got in the Super Bowl last season versus the Chiefs. Yep, Patty. Patty's been that guy. Patty's been the guy that's like you know this he, could. could could derail that goat status. I mean, he could derail his goat status. He's been a guy who's been cool, calm, collected. But when he got into that Super Bowl against mm. Tom, there was no doubt in anyone's mind that Tom Brady was the best quarterback on the field. Mm, no, there was no doubt because he had, there was a certain poise that he, Tom Brady has. That oh yeah, not I can't really th- relate to any other quarterback. There's a certain mm. poise that he keeps, especially in the playoffs. Oh yeah, he's always ready. He's ready, he's ready for and games. it's just like he. I got plenty of time. I mean, you saw it in the Super Bowl against oh, the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And didn't look scared. Didn't look like – and I, just, I don't think any other quarterback could have. No, no, no other quarterback could have made that comeback. But with my answer for that uh, week four surprise, I'm going to go Cardinals and Rams. Okay. Um, for the simple fact that the Cardinals looked unstoppable. Cardinals I mean, good. they are stacked. They are legit. Yeah. I think it's time we need to start uh, forgetting about, you know – Saying the Rams are going to win this thing outright. This is the NFL, baby. Cliff Kingsbury NFL. is a—he's putting is himself a, in that coach of the year can't, uh, conversation. Well, I mean, the Cardinals have been going in the right direction since that hire, and everybody was crazy when they were—they had just drafted Josh Rosen the year before, and then they were like, you know, we're going to go for Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's a stud. Kyler Murray—he can just run past dudes, bro. Fantasy he just, God. He's just the fastest dude on the field. Oh yeah, yeah. No one touches him. Like, he, no and he can them. sling that thing. He was running around a good bit, but the game against the Rams, he was he was throwing it. Oh, he can throw he it. He can throw it, man. He's got timing, and that's his that's his best thing, is yeah. that he's actually able to 
He knows you know, when the ball is supposed to be in a when it's supposed spot. to be yeah. out. When it's supposed to be out, his his clock is very quick, and I, I can respect that. But yeah, I'm going to go to the Cardinals and Rams game. I thought that was a really good game, surprising game. I really thought the Rams would come in there and win a close one, but the Cardinals just beat the brakes off of the Rams. The the Rams beating the Bucks was a big deal, I think, to the Rams. And I think I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't know a what of a hangover. Maybe? Yeah, it was a little bit of a hangover. They yeah. got it back going with the Seattle, but they didn't look amazing. amazing. Against Seattle. No, they Seattle's didn't. not a bad team, but yeah. you know. Who knows? Who knows? But let's let's keep this bus a trucking. Should have been uh should should have been Roethlisberger came back to play another season this year and is it is it really tarnishing his legacy since he came back? You know, I hate to say it, but it kind of is. Yeah. There's I've been kind of saying this recently, is that to be one of the NFL greats, mm-hmm. to be to be GOAT, to, to be one of one of the greatest of all time, which mm-hmm. I think Ben Ben's in that category. He's he's a top. He's a twenty top fifteen yeah, yeah. quarterback. I think that's. Respectable. I think that's respectable. But you know, to be one of those guys, you got to know when it's time to hang it up. And I, we all thought it after last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they went eleven to zero, and then what they had to change the offense because Ben's health couldn't run the offense. Can't run. I mean, like his dude, arm is decaying. It's just, and that's no disrespect. I mean, that's just facts. And it's just unfortunate. You hate it. And I've heard that the the St- I haven't really watched too many Steelers games. I watched the Week One game against the Bills, but they beat evident, evidently the uh, offensive line is kind of garbage for the Steelers. They are terrible. Year. Apparently, so, they are just they are just not there. That might be who they pick up in the draft if they keep losing and get a nice draft pick. They might be drafting one of them top linemen in the draft. Do you think that the uh, Steelers are going to end up benching Big Ben this year? I don't think they do it. You don't think they'll do it? I think they'll ride them out. And if they keep losing, they keep losing. If they keep losing. They'll just get a really nice draft pick. Nice draft pick. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I mean, think, Dwayne Haskins is behind him, but you know, I don't, I don't see did, it. They I don't did see it to Eli Manning. They did it to Eli Manning. Yeah, but it, they did do it to me. I don't know. I don't think they do it. But Mike Tomlin came out this week and said he's not, but so we'll see. You know, Matt Nagy said that Justin <laughs> Fields is not going to be the starter. He's the best Andy Dalton's the guy. Andy Dalton's the starter, so. <laughs> not anymore. I we mean, got Justin Fields there, baby. Yeah. That so. Fields there. I know them uh, Bears fans are happy about that one. Exactly. <laughs> but – you know, I hate it for Ben. He's um he's one of the best to do it. Mm-hmm. But you know, all respect to him. Brett Favre was kind of like that, but he eventually hung it up. Yeah, and that's one thing real. I got give respect to some of the guys for Drew. He probably pushed it a year, but he he wanted one more chip. Ben's got Ben's got two. It would have been respectable if he were retired last year. He had two Super Bowls. Yep. The team coming back wasn't like. The defense is pretty solid. Pretty but it's solid, not like, but injuries are killing that defense you know, now, too. Yeah, so. like, it's not that, that team was crazy. They're, crazy, the, crazy. The third best team, like, on paper, the third best team, mm-hmm. in my opinion, Browns and Ravens, Ravens above them. Yeah. You and know, then the Bengals, Bengals are, Bengals are in the right, heading in the right direction. They're yeah, young, but they're Bengals heading in the right direction. Great. Yeah, they get their first t- real test this weekend against the Packers. But, uh, you know, big NFL news this week. Stefan freaking Gilmore. Going to the freaking Panthers for a sixth-round pick. What is that? How does that happen? I mean, he was supposed to be released before, and then he just – Panthers said, okay, we'll give you a six, man. I mean, that's easy money for us. Like, yeah. <laughs> they can live out this one-year deal he's still on that's for like like 4 or $5 million, and then let him walk or pay him. My First thing I thought was that they were, they were going to release him, but then they they realized that Bucks are probably going to pick him up. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that might have been one. So they said we're going to just trade him to the team you have to play against, probably the team that you we'll might have to compete against in the South. Gosh, I know, right? That would have been crazy. <sighs> so annoying, but yeah, the Panthers are loaded, man. The Panthers are a good football team. They're so good. They got. A I almost I almost picked the Panthers Cowboys game for the most surprising. Uh, yeah, that that wouldn't have been a bad one. Not because. 
I just the Cowboys handled them better than I thought they would. They did. I, I didn't. I didn't watch anything about that game, so I don't know if there was like it was a bad, a bad game plan or. Or yeah, Carolina too, couldn't get anything sure. going. I, you know, I saw, but the Cowboys handled him, and Cowboys look good this year. Cowboys look good. Cowboys Cow look good. girls are looking good. <laughs> That's a uh, old Bobby Ebert. That's right. Saying, yes. That's right. But no, nah, yeah, uh, the Cowboys look good, and that Stephon Gilmore move was crazy. That's all I gotta say. I it was crazy about too, but I wasn't. You know, it's the Patriots way. Patriots way. They say, all right, we don't want to pay you. You're hurt. You know, let's get something out of it, yeah. and. You'd you know, they, the least. goat. The goat was a six round pick, and you know everybody always says about a six round pick. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but it, 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 you know, that's fair. You get another I player like out of it, and like that. Patriots will find some receiver that you know Mac Jones can throw to that's <laughs> good at running crossing rounds yeah, or something exactly. like that. <laughs> yeah, some so, some sleeper in the first. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, so you know, I, it's a Patriots way of doing things. That's yeah. You might as well get something out. They're of They're not going to stick around with a dude that doesn't want to play for him. That's, and he's over thirty now, isn't he? It's not like he's young. He's anymore. not young anymore. He's but probably, he was defensive player of the year two years ago. So. That's fair. That's the big question. I mean, he's guy. He's the guy. I mean, he's still. He was really a top. Good. He was a top. He, he was the best at that time. But he's top three when healthy. You know, behind Jalen and you know, Marcus Marson, Lattimore, Jair Alexander's up there, but. But yeah, it was a crazy trade this weekend or this week. But the biggest news, sadly, is Urban Meyer getting in, getting into some uh, controversial stuff. It's a it's a sad video to watch, you know. One of the one of the greatest college coaches ever just just can't figure it out on the field or off. Um, um, I want to give a little bit of a rundown for everyone. There was a video that came out with a girl grinding on Urban Meyer. If you haven't seen it yet, and and this dude does have a family and kids, which is just. It's tough. It's tough to see. And the worst part of it, in my opinion, is that he uh, he didn't even go home with the team after the, the game against the Bengals. He just stayed in Columbus after that one to see the grandkids, and it didn't look like he was seeing their grandkids. It's uh, it's, it's a sad thing to watch, man. I really thought Urban Meyer was going to do something with this team, but it's starting to look like it's bigger than sports, you know. I, I don't think he has control of that locker room. I don't think he's – He's doing the right things. I think he is a college coach, not an NFL coach. It's it's almost it's almost to the point where they gotta just kick him out, man. I mean, you know, I know it's early, but geez, yeah, I hate it for Urban Meyer. I, I just I've never been big on this Urban Meyer train. No, I just, you weren't. I just never have been. Nope. And I don't know. There's something about being an NFL coach. Hell, even a college coach. Mm-hmm. There's just something about it that you just the the best ones to do it. When you have that legacy attached to your name, you eat, sleep, and breathe football during the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously still in the offseason, but when it is football time, do you think Nick Saban even cares about anything like that? Do you think Bill Belichick is going to, like, stick around and not come back with the team Mm-mm. to stick, stay, say, hey, grandkids? I mean, yeah, like, no coach ever does that. I mean, I'm like, no, no expert, but like, <laughs> I've never been in an NFL room, but no coach does that. I don't that. know if he thinks he's bigger than the team or something. But I like, don't get it. I don't know if he just doesn't like it anymore, but so I have to clear his head. I just don't get it, bro. And four weeks into the season, bro, yep. like four. The, this thing goes eighteen. Yep, four weeks. It, <laughs> somebody's mm-hmm. about week eight. You know, what is it going to be like? Where is he, he going to be next? You know, that's it's so tough. It's such a weird situation. I hate it. You hate it for Trevor Lawrence though, too. He's been he's in the people say that Zach Wilson's in the worst situation, which is not too far fetched, but. Trevor Lawrence is dealing with more than just on the football situations. You hate it for such a young quarterback. And with so Which, much promise so coming out of oh. high school. Yeah. So it's like, 
You're doing that to the, him at the beginning of his career. Yeah, I mean, this and dude is, doesn't look bad. He doesn't look bad at all. I mean, this dude was supposed to be a generation, generational talent, which he will be. I want to make that very clear. Trevor Lawrence will be a generational uh, talent, but they need to get some young coach. Horrible, horrible situation. They I, need to find. Something. I think they need to find something. Like everybody wants to get a Sean McVay, but like, yeah, I, they just need a new energy in the Jaguars organization. I feel Locker like I feel room. like the urban urban decision was so forced. Forced. It felt so forced, and it was like. Irvin wasn't like a crazy good coach at Ohio State. No, he had he a lot won, of good well, coaching. He, he, won, he had a lot of good. Um, he had the one championship that they were the best team that year. I'll give him that. But after that, they were losing to teams they shouldn't be losing to. Yep. They won, he won with Florida, and he had Tim Tebow, and questionably the greatest yeah, quarterback to ever play college football. You know, I mean, he's up there with some of the Joe Burrows. I mean, he was a good college quarterback, but the game was so different than like there was. I mean, I mean, he had Tim Tebow too. I mean, like, like, <laughs> Tim Tebow, like. Did you really think Tim Tebow was going to be a guy in the league, though? No, but he broke the college football, you know. He, he was good in college football. I don't want to disrespect his his legacy for college football. Definitely not a league quarterback, though. His arm wasn't there, but he could just uh, – I don't know. It's weird. That team was full of full of uh, a lot of talent, too. There yeah. was a lot of NFL talent on that team. Yeah. But, yeah, that Urban, that Urban Meyer thing is tough, but that's going to kind of just lead us right into this college football talk, you know, old, old college football coach. We're just going right, to uh, glide right into this. You know, college football is weird. It's, uh, for a second there, I thought that we were going to have a bunch of teams, and now it looks like we might just only have two teams. <laughs> a collision course. Right now it seems like Alabama and Georgia look like the clear favorites, you know. They, they look like they, they're on a collision course for the SEC championship and the national championship. Do you see it playing out like that, or do you see a team shaking it up? This is kind of a cop-out answer, but I think it's too early to tell. Mm. It's kind of a cop-out, but I think it's definitely an SEC championship collision collision course. It just doesn't feel like anybody's going to beat them. Nah. I feel like Arkansas could have given them like, – I don't think they were even going to give them a run for their money. But, like, I felt like they could play Georgia competitively. I didn't think it would be like it was. I didn't think it was going to be like that. Arkansas had a bad game, but, you know, you get one chance, and Only they did chance. so bad. And then so Alabama, bad. they beat the brakes off Ole Miss. And Ole Miss was a little hyped up. They, they were. Looked, they looked good, but they coached that game terribly. Terrible. Lane Kiffin, oh, he, terrible game plan. Alabama, it takes one. Weird thing about Bama they, they is they bounce, they pounce on your mistakes. They will not let your mistakes and they have one bad game, and then they fix it. Yeah. Oh like yeah. Last, thing, last year it happened against Ole Miss, and Ole Miss had a shot to beat them, and they didn't look like you could be, get, get beaten after that. Mm-mm. And then this year they had Florida the close game, game against run, Florida. About it. I mean, mm-hmm. they're so new. It felt like Florida had a shot in that game, but it doesn't feel like anybody's really going to give Bama any problems, at least in the regular season. They look a little bit more beatable than last year, but that's it's the so, simple reason that Georgia looks nearly unstoppable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such an it's going to be so tough to put both teams from the SEC in it. They need some things to go their way. Yeah, they're definitely going to have to have like some an Oklahoma to, loss. They've or something. already had the Ohio State, but Michigan's still undefeated, so yeah. Michigan might sneak in. Yeah, there. Michigan. This, I mean, you're going to get the Big Ten winners, an Iowa or a Penn State or yep. a Michigan. So you're going to get one of those. But Clemson's out of it, so you don't have Clemson's to worry about out of it. you don't really have to worry about ACC making it. SEC championships going to make champions going to make it. Yep. And since he's on the outside trying to. Claw their way oh, yeah, into this somehow. They just don't have any. Win- they don't have, they don't have the big wins. Games. They beat the one big team, but they did. Yeah, everyone else they play is terrible. It's they're just not. They're not playing up to their comp- to their level that they uh, actually. You know that the Cincinnati. I wish they had a better schedule. I just wish they would. Yeah. You know, then Oklahoma. Oklahoma's in there. Oklahoma's. If they went out. They'll 
they probably will make it. But imagine, <laughs> imagine if Oklahoma wins out, but they don't they don't win any big games. Like they don't have any big wins. And then Alabama, yeah. Alabama, Georgia are both undefeated. They both stomped everybody. And then the Alabama Georgia SEC championship comes down to like a field goal. Mm. Like then you have to put them on. Uh, I don't know what you do there. You're gonna really take the potential number one draft pick out of the college football playoff when he's won his conference. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it's weird. That's a weird one. It's I mean, that's so, such that's such an extreme hypothetical. But it's but like, like possible. It's, a, it's a possible. Uh, it's not that extreme, honestly. It's, it's a possible, possible outcome for the season, but it's yeah. I don't know. I think it's a collision course. I think it's Alabama, Georgia all the way. Definitely gonna have to have some things fold their way, like you fall their way, like you said for the for the championship for the cha- national championship. But I think the SEC championship is. Oh, it's a easy. lock. I think it's a lock too. It's a lock. It's a lock. You know I mean, who else is gonna compete against? I can't think of anyone from Mm-mm. that'll compete in the West against Bama, Bama and then the Georgia, East. Yeah, I they, mean, they don't have any Florida's else. out of it. See, but they do have to play Florida. They can't sleep on them, but I still and then think they, have they to play beat Kentucky. Them. Kentucky, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. They're not, they're not, they're, they're not defeated. bad, but they're undefeated, but it's still Kentucky. You know? It's still Kentucky. It's still it, after the Arkansas got beat so bad to Georgia, I was like, all right, maybe there's levels you know, of this. You know, you know there's like, levels of this. It's all Georgia's been building something. They have. They've been wanting this one bad. They've been wanting it. So it's good to see Georgia's back in it. Uh, I like to see that. I like to see that a lot. But in the recent AP poll, we had some uh, we had some new teams in there with all the crazy upsets and stuff. Which of those new top ten teams do you consider overrated? It's got to be Ohio State. I respect that. I don't think – they only have the one loss and all that. But even from last season when they had Justin Fields, like you could just see that that team was – it's just not – it's not together. not together, and then this year, I, they, you know, they just don't look like Ohio State. I like that. They don't look like they don't look them. They don't look like themselves. I mean, no, it's a different I, team, and that's the way college football works. So it's going to be a different identity. I don't like their quarterback. I don't like their quarterback either. It's not. He's not. He's not like the other guys that have been there. Yeah, recently. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm going to actually go with the Oregon Ducks. I'm a massive fan of them. You know, I love I love the Ducks, and I was actually pretty high on them. I really thought they could. have. Uh, Sneaking into the playoffs this year, but after that Stanford loss, it's just it's gonna be hard. It's tough, and they also lost their best running back, CJ Verdell, and I just I just don't see them doing too much without him. Um, they're they're, they're a good team, but when it comes down to those top ten teams, I, I do think they might be a little bit more overrated than the other ones, even though they are sitting at nine. I I don't know. I, I feel like there might be some other teams on the outside of the top ten. You know, they're a little bit better. A little bit better, you know. I, I like the Oklahoma State. I was a year off on that pick. <laughs> I'm telling you, Oklahoma State's not bad. We're going to see they're undefeated. They have to play Oklahoma at the end of the year. Hopefully they'll be undefeated coming into that game. That'd but be, That would be an awesome That would be an awesome. That would be insane, game, you know. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be insane? But, yeah, I got Oregon, du- Oregon Ducks being the most uh, uh, overrated are team. They, are Oklahoma and Oklahoma State on the same uh, – they probably are on the same – Side of their conference, same division of their conference. Uh, yeah, I think so. So, so whoever – if they were both undefeated – the winner of that game would play a big 12 championship. Yeah, huh? yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, I could see them both being undefeated by that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. They definitely could be. Oklahoma's got a test this weekend. They right? do got a little bit of a test this weekend. But of those top ten teams, do you which do you consider the most underrated? Michigan. Michigan. Michigan feels different this year. And, I, you know, I, it feels like all of my opinions are based off feelings. But, you know, like this yeah. feeling yeah. I have. Yeah. But, you know, and that's probably why I'm wrong some, most of the time. But – Michigan just feels like a different team, and Jim has something to prove. He was—I felt like he was such a good NFL coach, and it was—it's been kind of a bummer to see how bad he's been at Michigan. You he's, know, yeah. But it, it feels like he's 
put like something, something together. together right? Like it feels like they're a different team this year. It feels like they're playing with more confidence than they ever have with Jim there. Yeah, I think so too. And I was actually I was actually wrong on that ranking. Oregon's actually eight and nine is Michigan, Michigan yeah, yeah. which is even better, honestly, because I do think Michigan is a better team. Who were who were like the first five teams out of the uh, um, top ten? Let's see, let me see real quick. Let me look at this. Um, oh lord, AP. Let me see. Where's the AP? Hang on one second. I've got the conference uh, standings from what we got. Um, Missouri, uh, I mean, uh, Michigan State is at 11. Mm-hmm. I like Michigan State a lot. Just want to see they're finally getting some respect. BYU's at 10, like I said. I don't think they're a bad team. Notre Dame's at 14. Uh, I'm not big on Notre Dame. I can, I'm honest. Got to be honest, yeah. y'all. Not too big on them. Just not. Uh, oh, uh I just ran across them. Kentucky's sitting at 16, which is, you know, kind of disrespectful a little bit. But uh, they need a big win. They do need a big win. Arkansas's 13. Dang, Arkansas is above, oh. above Kentucky right now? Uh, after, after a loss, you know, after a, not, not a good one. <laughs> and then what? You got Coastal Carolina's 15, and, man, no one can beat them, but they play no one, so it's tough to – Tough to put them anywhere else, you know. I guess if you're gonna switch my my pick, I would probably go with Michigan State. Yeah, well, they're sitting on the. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. I, I, I can respect that. But you know, for Ohio State or Michigan, Ohio State. Okay, I'm trying to think of the team I would replace with. Oh, uh, who's replace. overrated for yeah. the top ten? Okay, I like that. See what I'm I saying, like yeah, that. I like that. You know, I think I think Michigan State uh, if they got to win some big games, but uh, you know. I think they could do it. You know, and Oklahoma State's sitting at twelve. So okay, yeah, yeah, you that would probably be your pick, huh? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I like Oklahoma State. I hope they can put some more wins together and you know make Nathan look smart. I was a year off. I had them winning against Oklahoma last year, and then of course Nathan picks Oklahoma this year to win the freaking championship. <laughs> tough one for Nathan. Tough, tough it's one okay. for Nate. Dog. Um, we're gonna keep this thing uh, trucking along. We were just talking about Oklahoma. Who do you got winning the Red River Showdown? Oklahoma versus Texas. Oklahoma has been tough to watch this year. It's just, they haven't been able to put it together, and it's nope. like part of me feels like that uh, Spencer Rattler is feeling the pressure of 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 getting drafted. Like oh, he's yeah. got a lot of pressure on him yeah. to play good. And what was his first two passes of the season were picks or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. He um, I I'm not I'm not big on Spencer Rattler, but I think that um they'll they'll put it together this week. They need a big win. And their favorite, I mean, they're still in this thing, you know. It's yep. still it's still midway through the season. I mean, it's not like a last year season where it's like, what was it, like ten games or something. Like, you get a pretty good amount of games. They got yeah. they got some time to really build this team up, and a big win this weekend could really start to put them in the right direction. I think so too. Uh, I'm kind of leaning the same way. They've been putting some things together the past few, few weeks. It's kind of crazy to say that Oklahoma's offense is problem yeah, <laughs> yeah like their defense is nothing like special but, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the best what, they've had in the years than what they've had it's the best they've had in years so i mean if they can put this offense together they'll get out of the they'll get out of the big 12 but i, I do got them winning this week I, I don't think it's gonna be easy i think texas is gonna give them a run for their money texas got that that quarterback that came in that casey thompson he's a stud you know i i, I got oklahoma winning in a close one but but they really really need to beat Breaks off of Texas. If yeah, they wanna, I, I'm, I'm almost. Big, like, I'm almost op- game. Yeah, it's like almost an optimistic pick for me. It's like I want them to have a big win so they can stay competitive. This feel 
back to that Alabama Georgia question, it doesn't feel like anybody's going to compete with them this no, year. No. I mean, maybe a Penn State, but it's like Penn State's not bad or Iowa, but we'll see this weekend. I mean, you'll see this weekend who's a better team out of those two. So it's like it's still a little early to pick, but it's like there's not really anybody you feel like right now. It's I'm not feeling anybody. So, no, so like hopefully said. Oklahoma can get some get some big wins together and. Like kind of shake up this, team. yeah. Kind of shake up this college football season a little bit. I can respect that. That's gonna lead us right into what should have been college game day, and it's not. Red River Showdown is number three ranked Iowa versus number four ranked Penn State. Who do you got, my man? I'm going Penn State. Penn State, Nittany Lions, baby. Why you out? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Penn State because um, they they're like Michigan. <laughs> I keep going. To, I keep going this feeling, but like. Penn State is a different team this year, and they definitely feel like they got something to prove. They've been they've been mm-hmm. competitive every year except last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never felt like they were gonna win it those those past years, but then last season they what they started zero and five or something something like that. Yeah, and they um they're just they're playing with a lot more confidence. They were pretty this year. bad last year. They were really bad last year. They had some just tough close losses at the beginning of the season, and mm-hmm. just kind of like okay, well. There's not really much to compete for yeah. anymore this season. There's a coach so, here, too, so it's hard uh, to come what's, motivate. The name, what's the name of their coach? Oh, you put me on the spot. What's uh, the name of their coach? Oh, I'm going to I'm look, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah, don't Viewers. get All I was going to say is it really felt like he was going to be on the hot seat this season. Oh, 100%. He was on the hot seat of all hot seats. He was He, he was on – if James Franklin, he James if he Franklin, could not yeah. if he didn't put it together this year, then it was he was going to be up for question. I mean, he could recruit, but they needed to see him coach, and he's putting it together. He is putting it. Needs together. a big win this week, and you know I was no slouch. So no slouch, no slouch. Now how I'm, I, I want I want this to be very clear, everyone, all my listeners, please listen. I will be going for the Nittany Lions with all my heart, and I hope they pull this one off. But. But my brain is telling me it's going to be Iowa. I think they're going to pull this one off in a very heartbreaking one. Uh, I think Iowa's got it all, man. They got a balanced offense attack. Their their passing game is not crazy good, but they can run the ball and they can, you know, mix in the pass. Very balanced, and their defense is just amazing. I mean, so good. Which is, you know, I mean, Penn State's kind of the opposite. They can pass that crap out of the ball, but they still have an amazing defense. So I think we're going to see a very defensive game. Um I think no team scores more than twenty. Maybe, maybe that's maybe a lot. Maybe under twenty four. I wonder what the over under is for that game. I know that that might be a that's an interesting one to to look at. Um, it, it but but it's it's a it's gonna be a good one. That's all I'm gonna really really say about that. It's it's got it's got everything you want for a classic. Yeah, everything you that's, need. That game's at three, huh? Three, yeah, on Fox. Over under forty one. So yeah, low scoring. Yeah. It's probably gonna. I actually got Iowa as a minus one and a half favorite. Wow, not bad. It's probably because they're it, home. Is it home? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they get it in Iowa, which is huge for them. It's huge. That's that's a massive thing for them. They that does help them big time. It um, would be. I think you know it would be a big win for Penn State and keep their season alive after last year. But yeah, I think it would be an even bigger win for Iowa if they can get this one. It, Iowa needs it. That's why I'm picking Iowa. I think Iowa's coming in to prove a point. Like, hey, we're the best team in the Big Ten. Like, everyone wants Penn State to be that team, but I was like, let's get our respect. That's yep. why I'm picking them. We'll see. Go Nittany Lions. I hope y'all pull it off. Let's keep this bus a trucking. We're gonna get through now to the MLB. We're in the playoffs. What the heck it's happened? October, man. October. Uh, the best part of the 
sports world season. I mean, we get a little bit of a little get a little bit of everything, a little dabble of everything. We're getting the beginning of basketball starting soon. We got NFL's football. getting a little meaty, kind of getting, getting the feel. Thick. Of it's getting thick. Who the better teams are? We're getting the feel for what the teams are. And Which have, teams are the better teams? And now we're and the best part of you um, know of MLB. I mean, we get to see who's going to win it all. I mean. And it, it's 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 uh it's actually a pretty interesting year. You know, I, I try to keep up a little bit more this year. Um, I've done my best. Um, but as these MLB playoffs uh, begin, what's the most watched? Uh, which one do you? Th- which divisional series do you think should be the most watched? It, this is an easy one. It's got to be the Dodgers Giants. Obviously, I mean they're just MLB's playoff structure is so interesting. It's very because you think of the NBA. Over half the league makes the playoff. Mm-hmm. NFL now with fourteen make fourteen teams making it. It's like just a little bit under okay. half. Mm-hmm. MLB, it's like the best. You of the barely, you barely anybody makes the postseason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then wild card determines when you. You started to feel bad for the Dodgers if they lost the wild card because for a second there I thought they were going to lose it. It would feel bad for them because they put such to put together such a great regular season mm-hmm. against. Uh, you had a team that was just as good mm-hmm. with, what, one game above them? Yep, 107 wins by the Giants, 106 Six. by the Dodgers. That is so difficult to do. Your team has to play so good for so long, and you can't really get into any bad stretches to have a record like that. Mm-mm. And that that's so impressive for both teams. But And I think that just adds to why, why I'm going with this series, is that the um, both these teams have – so much to play for that. I mean, the Dodgers have been good for the past, however yeah, many I mean, years they've, yeah, they've been dominating. They're trying to defend their title this year, so you know you, you give the love for that. But they got a lot of talent. But the Giants are trying to prove something. They're like you know, Giants we're, are proof, we're in this division to, like, too. Ao, so. we got a squad here, and and they're still getting disrespected, man. They're no one's giving them in a chance. They're all think picking the uh, Dodgers, 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 and I'm kind of getting sick of it. I can't, I can't lie. I got, I got my Giants pulling it you off. Like the, you feel like the championship hangover is going to hit them soon. You know, it? yeah, that's what I'm kind of. It'd be kind of too. impressive if the uh, Giants could get this thing done in three games. But that would be really. Impressive. I don't, I don't see. It. I think it's going to go. Five Isn't that games. game? That game on. Is that game on tonight? Let me see. No, no one's going to check that one. I got out. ESPN pulled up right here. The Giants, the Giants have a Oh, dude, score. Red Sox are 5-5 five, five right now. 5-5. Five, five. That, that's crazy. Back. Red yeah, Sox yeah. were down 5-0 in the first. 5-2. 5-2. Five, two. Five, two. Yeah, Red Sox scored the first two runs in the top of the first. Oh, then the okay. bottom of the first, they hit a grand slam, and it was 5-2. Mm. Five, five, two. Five, now two. top of the Oof. fifth, Red Sox are 5-5 five, five with two on base on the corners and then one out. Y'all need that one bad. Yeah, we need it bad. Braves, uh, Braves lost. My Braves lost today, which was uh, very sad. It was a good game, though. We fought our fought our butts off. We uh, we tried to win that one, too. Uh, we lost two to one. You hate when you lose a close one in the yeah, postseason. I mean, our, our best Because the wins are so pitched, hard to come by. We pitched so good, too, which is kind of demoralizing. But you do come back for game two. Be ready. Um, lot, uh, L.A. Dodgers and San Francisco do play tonight. They play at uh, – Eight thirty-seven okay. Central. Okay, well, that's about thirty minutes away. We are in the middle of uh, our little, you know, recording. Obviously, we're at eight o'clock here, but yeah, we're gonna keep this thing uh, moving along here. Since you're a Red Sox fan, what player do you see being like the most important in t- pulling off, you know, the upset against the Tampa Bay Rays, and you know, maybe getting onto the cha- uh, to the World Series? It doesn't feel like an individual player thing. I, like I mean, it, it, the Red Sox this year, it's been defense and pitching. Mm-hmm. Almost want to go defense more than than pitching, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of their errors have come from a lot of their uh, 
problems have come from the defensive end, making the right plays. Definitely. So I feel like it's going to be a team effort. I know that's kind of a cop-out. If I had to go with a player, it would be Rafi Devers. I just want him to keep playing good. Uh, I think keep swinging the bat. I want him to be a reliable guy for us to hit. we got to be able to get runs and um, to score. But I'm going to go, it's got to be a defensive. If they want to win this thing, and beating the Rays would be a huge. Um, Massive. It would be a huge win for the series, and, you know, it can give you some – some vibes of hey, we uh, we can do this. We can do this. We beat the best team in the I mean, they AL. Were, I mean, you know? they were the one. They were the number one team about halfway through the season, mm-hmm. and then they hit a little rough spot. And COVID. It just kind of a, uh, you know, yeah. They had they had some big COVID problems. A lot of the team got it. Mm-hmm. So it was you know, you know, kind of teams kind of leveled themselves out. Rays took it, nice took their dominance. Yeah, took yeah. a little commanding lead there. So you know, be a wild card team. You know, and it's a new season once the playoffs start. So. Yeah, um, but the Rays, you know, they're a good. Fo- they're a good baseball team, football team. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, the Rays are good. That's gonna be a tough one for you to pull off. But as a Braves fan, and we're playing the Milwaukee Brewers, the guy I see that has to p- perform is Charlie Morton, our our, our uh, starting uh, pitcher. He's he's been in the big games in the playoffs. He knows what it's like. He's played for the Astros and some of the biggest biggest games ever. You know, he played in the uh, ALDS and the ALCS uh, multiple times. And he, you know, I need him to show up. He after the trade deadline, he's uh, our the the Braves starters have put up the third best uh, ERA in baseball. Uh, it it's it comes down to our bullpen. We can hit the ball, not according to today, but we can hit the ball, and and that's not our problem. Our, and we can play defense. It's our pitching. Is that if if our pitching will show up today, and it did today. I ain't gonna lie, Charlie put on a performance. I mean, seven innings. Two hits, it was a it was zero zero the whole game pretty much until then, and one bad pitch, one bad pitch, and it was a two run shot, and that one that was enough to do it. You know, we we put up another run in the I think it was top of the eighth, but uh, obviously wasn't enough to pull off the upset. But I got Charlie Morton; he's got to be the most important player for us. Um, Freddie Freeman was a close second for me. You know, I mean, obviously Freddie. Freddie's gonna show up. Freddie's gonna be that dude, but. Charlie Morton, definitely the guy I need you know, to show up in uh, this Milwaukee series to move. To get, it's for us to at least move on, maybe with some championship aspirations. Yeah, the today. Braves, them coming, them maybe able to sneak into the playoffs this year was kind of big. I mean, they, yep. they looked up with a little bit of a um, doo division, uh, kind of a doo division. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looked up there, but because at the beginning of the season they were like, "Oh damn, this team is kind of falling off." That three, yep. they, they lost to Cunha, which is two huge. years ago. They had some. You had some thoughts like, "Oh, this team might be good." And then they got all yeah. the way to the a, uh, NLCS mm-hmm. last season, and then they ended up losing the lead that they had. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were the baby Braves three years ago. Now we're the, one of the most. Um, we have some of the most veterans in, in in MLB. You know, it's it's weird how the narrative flips on you real quick. So it's good that they they were able to make the postseason. You know, they just, we didn't we didn't back down. You just at need the to trade that yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. We we went and got some players. We said we're going to win this division. We're not going to. Fold. We got a team. Once the Cunha's back next year, we can go take another run at this thing. Well, I mean, you know, once you get into the postseason, it takes you just got to put it anything can happen. You know, anything can happen. It's like today. He said pitching good for seven innings, the other team could have thrown the bad pitch. It takes mm-hmm. one swing of the bat, and one, it, it just one. and it's so crazy how fast uh, you launch uh, to four hundred MLB game can change. Eight, man, it was so bad. Damn. I know, but yeah, it's. I'm gonna need Charlie to step up, and I hope my Braves can pull it off. But who is? Your MLB World Series prediction and who will win it? I got the uh, Giants in uh, in Tampa Bay. Mm. 
And right. that's very hard for me to say. I understand. I would have never predicted the Yankees. Never. So never. It would just be that's not disrespectful. Happening. It's not happening. But so. Tampa Bay's got something to prove this year, and it feels like that they're like they're really wanted this year. I like that. You know, I don't want to judge everything off the first game, and you know, Red Sox playing pretty good in the second game so far. I don't really want to judge too much off that, but you know, they they came up short last year, probably to a team that they felt like they probably could have beat. Yeah, okay. they 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 had the Dodgers had to work hard to get out of that Braves um, that Braves oh, series. Oh God, yeah, it was so, not an easy one. The Rays losing that series was tough, and they the Rays got some got some players. They got pitch. They got so much yeah. pitching. Yeah, so yeah. much pitching, and they can hit. They they don't make mistakes. Nope. They're not a mistakes kind of team. They're not going to beat themselves. They're not going to beat themselves, and you got to respect that. So that's why it's so tough for the Red Sox. It's like we're a team that do that does make mistakes. So you got to mm-hmm. play your best baseball, mm-hmm. and you still might not win. So you might not exactly. Yeah, well, that's I'm, why. That's why I got Tampa Bay. I can respect that. I'm actually going to go Astros and Giants. I got a weird feeling about the Astros, but I don't see them pulling it off. I do have the Giants coming out, proving their point. Saying hey, Giants. I mean, I mean, Dodgers. This is this is our division. We're gonna we're gonna be here for a little bit. We're winning this one, and then we can see a battle to the death next year between them two in that division again. That'd be so cool. I know. Back do it. That'd be kind of crazy. Back to back champions. You know, that'd be kind of weird. In that division. That'd be that, crazy. Yeah, they got Dodgers and then the Giants. That'd be wild. That would be wild. But we're gonna get off this MLB talk. Uh, it was fun talk about some MLB. I love I love the MLB. I'm liking. There's a different energy to October baseball. Like oh, you know, yeah. there's just something fun about the playoff baseball. It, nothing beats it. Almost. And if you if you have a team that you really love, it makes it so yeah. Much especially better. if they make it, that makes it so like, much easier to watch. Like that was the biggest thing for me as as a Red Sox fan. Like I, I watched that game. So I know we're getting off this this topic, no, but no. you know we uh I got to see the Red Sox win a uh, World Series young. That was so cool. I mean, I just love. I loved Big Poppy growing up, mm-hmm. and that was like, that was my guy. And then the next season, I started like really kind of getting into him. They they ended up that was the year of the Boston bombing. Yeah, that's when you were like, okay, okay, maybe this team. Mm-hmm. I think that was 2013. I think I started liking them two it years was, before yeah. the championship because yeah, I think that they were not a bad team in 2011, and they mm-hmm. were the worst team in 2012. Yep. And and I, you know, I was back. like, I was a kid, so I was like, I didn't really watch baseball, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, if I had. A, you know, I'm picking the Red I'm Sox. So, the Red Sox yeah. you know, just to see them win one and then them getting to do it again in 2018, it makes it makes October so. And we got so, to go to that one though. Yeah, yeah, so the 2018 one was so cool. It's, it's a, such a different vibe. Such a different vibe. It, we got to go to Fenway. God, that place was amazing. That, that was one of the coolest moments of my life. And one thousand percent. That was so cool. There's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. When you go to an NFL playoff game, that's it. Regular season NFL playoff games are hype. Yeah, always. They're always crazy. No matter what, the MLB, you know, you can go to a game and it's just like, oh, I went to a game, and then the playoff, it's just, oh, uh, so it's, it's just the vibe. stakes are so much higher, and it's everyone's like, playing the best of the mm-hmm. best are going to be playing, the best pitchers are going to be out there, which which makes it so much more worth it. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move along here. I love the MLB; could talk about it all day if I really wanted to, but we're gonna slowly drift in to our segment of the day. Time out at the pound, y'all. Finally getting that one in there perfectly without any mess-ups. Time out at the pound. <laughs> it's a, it, This is where we want to talk about big stories or controversies in sports right now. And, I mean, uh, if you're living under a rock, I, I don't – you got to know what's happening this weekend. We have one of the biggest sporting events in a long time, in my opinion. And it's gonna it could shape boxing, the boxing world, big time. We've got Tyson Fury versus Wilder 3, Deontay Wilder 3. It's – 
it's going to be an interesting one. I'm going to give a little bit of a rundown. Fury and Wilder first fought in December of 2018 uh, with that bout actually ending in a controversial draw. People, you know, some people say Deontay won. Some, most people say Tyson won. That one was a crazy one. I actually didn't get to watch that one live. I have watched the uh, uh, replay of that one fully. Um, I do think Tyson could have won that one by decision. Uh, and no one knows that that Fury got dropped twice in that fight, got up the first time easily. The second one, it was in the 12th round, and when I say look like he was out cold, I mean it didn't look like he would get up. And then he got up like the Undertaker, like nothing happened. It was like Jesus himself, this man, got up, and then he went and won the freaking round, which is insane to say. And then, then we had another fight in February of 2020, that Tyson Fury just dominated. I mean, there wasn't a second that Wilder won. Not one millisecond. There was nothing that Wilder did in that fight to make anyone say that Wilder had a chance. It was he played with him. He he played with him. It was it was crazy to watch. But now we're here, y'all. Uh Wilder has made some different uh, he made some changes uh to his team, which is uh I think it was a personally a good move. Uh that was Big two because his coach actually threw in the towel uh, in the second fight because he was just getting he was just getting rocked and he didn't like that he thought that he wanted to go out on his own shield so you know he fired that coach and fired that team and got himself some a new uh, trainer and a new ta- uh, uh, boxing coach and and I hope it works out for him I mean I'm a Wilder fan at heart I really would love to see him uh, win this fight. But uh, there's been some other controversies, too. You know, Wilder has made some outlandish claims about you know, Tyson cheating in the second fight, you know, putting stuff in his gloves, the suit weighed him down and wore him out and, and all that stuff. And there's it's just it doesn't make any sense to me. It makes him look a little weak. But I hope he's, you know, put that stuff behind him. I know he will later down the line. Because he knows what happened happened. He just, I hope he puts it past him for this fight specifically, and and looks at Tyson Fury as saying, I, you know, I can put any man out on the planet. But that's a little bit of a rundown of what we got it is happening this weekend, October 9th. You know, your boy will be watching it with his eyes glued to the television. But it, it's a big fight, and I, I got to ask you, Nolan, who do you got winning this trilogy fight between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury? We're gonna, we're we're going to go a win for the big boys, man. Fury's winning this third fight. Yes, I you know, I, I didn't watch the first fight, and I'm going to just put it out there. All your listeners out there, you got some boxing fans that are just like, you know, I want to hear this guy talk about technique. I don't know anything about technique. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I'm not huge into boxing, I'll tell you. But um, I did watch the second Fury-Wilder uh, fight, and that was it's probably my first live boxing fight if I if I really think about it. Probably was. So, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a rookie with this stuff, but – um, I'm going Fury. You know, I just I like the way he dominated in the second fight, mm-hmm. and I, you know, he's got to root for the big guy sometimes. I respect that. He's coming in at they weighed in today two seventy seven, and Wilder's two thirty eight. My God, uh, yeah, dude. yeah, dude. Dude, what? The yeah, fuck? you're telling me that that's, that's that crazy. heavyweight difference. You know, you can go up to like three hundred. I think pretty wild. You just got to be under. You got to be above two hundred. But it's it's a crazy thing, you know. Um. What I'm going to say about this is my brain is telling me Tyson Fury, but my heart wants Deontay to win. And it's not even for the fact that I'm I'm, I'm more of a Wilder fan than a Tyson fan because I love me some Tyson Fury. But I think if Wilder wins this, it would be such a good win 
for the boxing world more than anything. If if they could if he could win this one, then we have something to actually kind of like talk about instead of Tyson Fury being this dude that can't lose, which I wouldn't mind. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that because if Wilder loses, then we probably get him versus the uh, AJ fight, which would be uh, amazing. Anthony Joshua, which would be I think would be a fun fight to watch between Deontay and uh, Anthony Joshua. But yeah, uh, my, my brain is telling me Tyson, but my heart wants Deontay Wilder to win that. Who one. do you think Fury fights if he wins this fight? I don't know who he fights after this one. And that dude that beat uh, Anthony Joshua, the uh, uh, Uskev, uh, I can't, I can't even say his name right. He beat him, uh, Anthony Joshua, the other day. But they have a, um, a rematch clause that they might pick up, so that they might fight. Anthony Joshua might fight him again, try and get that that belt back and stuff. But or his uh, his awards or whatever. I don't, I'm not sure if he was a uh, how many how many belts he had. But we'll see how that one works out. It was um. It was a crazy fight between him and Anthony Joshua, but you know I'm gonna go probably gonna go with Tyson Fury in this one. But I want I want I want Deontay to win. Well, we're gonna keep this uh, bus or trucking. We're getting in the near the end. We're nearing the end of this uh, fun little podcast with all of you. But our last and final segment of the day will be money making at the pound for all my betters out there. I know some of y'all need some. Uh, maybe need some. Uh, Money and I'm going to try and help y'all out. The Listen to the experts on this one. The Listen, experts, we're the experts on this yes, one. Yes, because yeah. we can't even do it yet because we're only 20. You know how it is. The the the, the betting experts out here, but we got some. Uh, a, we got three college games and three NFL games. We're going to do a little bit of a uh, prediction on the spread and then who we think uh, will win and what they win by. Probably first game of the weekend. We have Arkansas versus Ole Miss. Who do you got covering the spread in this one? Ole Miss five and a half. This could have been a really good game this week. If both these teams won right. last week. That's what. Right. That's what I'm saying, man. That would have been insane. This would have been crazy. Oh man. You know, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna go Ole Miss uh, minus five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna lean on that one too. I think Ole Miss. Uh, I think. I think Ole Miss covers the spread. I think they went about probably by seven. Yeah. Ole Miss defense is bad though. Bad. So it makes you kind of like almost want to go. Against. I think Ole Miss figures it out this week. I think know. they can figure it out. I think they had they so can. many things to fix. So many. They so. got. It's not the offense. It's definitely the uh, definitely the defense. The coaching, coaching too. They, My God, they got to look at themselves in the mirror and be like, "All right, Lane that Kiffin's was the worst thing him, you know. that we could have ever done in that game." He so. put him. He put him in the hole. I hope that Ole Miss can bounce back. They, they had such a promising season for that. Such loss. a promising season. It, I really thought they had a chance, actually. But if you don't beat Bama, you ain't doing nothing. So let's keep this uh, moving along. We got Georgia Auburn. Uh, Georgia is a fifteen point favorite in this one. Georgia minus fifteen. I'm taking Georgia too. I'm taking, I'm taking Georgia minus fifteen. Yeah, we might have lost. Uh, we're LSU fans, sadly. Um, that's a tough one for us to swallow. But Georgia winning this one outright. Sorry, Auburn's you know fun run of beating LSU comes to an end this weekend. Georgia's out to prove something. They have not shown any signs of weakness. Nope. Nope. I think they win. They'll win this game by thirty. I think. I think they win by thirty. I think it's respectable. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I wanted to say twenty four, but I was like, nah, it's got to be thirty. I, think it's gonna be I don't want to short them, short change them that. I think they're going by thirty. I, I can. I can. I can see that with my own eyes right now. Man, next one we got Michigan versus Nebraska. The only reason I put this one on here is because Michigan is only a three-point favorite, which is kind of crazy to me, actually. But what do you see, Nolan? What do you see uh, happening in this one? I feel like it's gonna. I feel like I'm jinxing myself if I were to pick all these games, all the people who are gonna cover, all the games are gonna cover the spread. 
I'm I'm taking Michigan covering the spread. I'm high on Michigan. You know, I think they're still trying to win the Big Ten, right? Yep. I think they're still trying to win the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. They've got such an opportunity to do it this year. I think that, they do. I don't think they play around. I don't think they play around either. I got Michigan covering the spread too, but I think this is will be their biggest test of the season. Uh, Nebraska's no joke. I mean, they aren't no co- playoff team, but it's a it's a conference uh, opponent, and they're starting to turn things around over there in Nebraska. I, I don't mind their coach. It's, he's not the best, but he's not a bad coach. He's a good motivator. But I got Michigan covering the spread. You know, he may be even win it by seven. We'll see what happens in that one. But we're going to move along here to the NFL. First game we got Packers versus Bengals. Who do you got covering the spread? I got Packers minus three in this one. Yep. I'm picking everybody. I like that. I got everybody favored so far right now, but yeah, I'm 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 picking Packers. They're gonna they're gonna win by uh, minus three. I understand that. I'm actually gonna go the upset on this one. I'm gonna pick the Bengals. And I think they're gonna beat them. You think they're gonna win? I think they're gonna win. They're gonna win off of a game winning field goal at the end. It's at the Bengals? Uh I I think so. I think it is at Bengals. Um I might be wrong on that one, but they're not too far away from each other, if not. But, you know, Bengals, uh, they're kind of far, actually. But uh, the Bengals, I think they I, I think they get their first big win of the season. I think they put something together. Might be a little bit of an outlandish one, but sometimes you got to bet your money to make some money. So I'm picking the Bengals in this one. I, I, I like what I've seen. Their defense is much improved. If they can protect Joe Burrow, I mean, he can do anything in the in that pocket. I mean, that's just been proven. Um, but we'll see. You know, I got I got Bengals covering uh, the minus three for Green Bay. Moving along here, we got Browns versus Chargers. Chargers are a two and a half or a two point favorite. You gotta pick Browns. Browns. I got the Browns First plus two. And a half. I got a Browns plus two here. Yes, I like what I see with the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, they are finding some injuries so far. So yeah, they are. And I don't even want to disrespect the Chargers. I think it's actually kind of cool that the Chargers are favored in this game. Mm-hmm. Chargers, got, Chargers got something going on over they there. Do. But I have high hopes for the Browns. I think that this is a game where they could really take over with the run. I like that. Just dominate, dominate. the scrimmage. Yeah, I think that's the way that that's the philosophy they have to have if they want to win. But I'm going to stick with my Chargers pick here. Um, I think Justin Herbert's the answer. I think he propels them to a win, and I think he's going to make uh, Kansas City's uphill battle even harder because uh, you know our next pick will suffice for why it's going to be the, an uphill the, battle. The Chargers are coming for it this year, and they're, they're, playing, they're not scared, dude. And I like their head coach, that guy. I love him. He's yeah. a he's a good coach. He doesn't care. you got to want somebody like Young that guy. for Jacksonville, like we were talking yes. about. Just yes. like, he's just brought an energy to that team that mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. they don't think they're going to lose to anybody. Nope. They don't think they will lose. No, they don't. They do so, not think they will. you got to give it up for the Chargers. got to give it up to them. I think they cover. I think they cover this. They're going to lose this week. they got them losing. It's okay. But last but not least, definitely not least, probably one of the biggest games of the season, most impactful possibly, we got the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City is actually a minus 2.5 favorite. What do you see in this one? It's a tough game to call. Tough. Bills have been playing really good. Bills have been. I, I mean, it's their defense. I got I got Bills plus two and a half. Respect. I got Bills plus two and a half. They, their defense is playing lights out. They want to make up for that AFC Championship last year. They had a tough week one against the Steelers. Tough. Now the Steelers can't do anything, but Bills are playing. I mean, they figured it out. They just mm-hmm. needed to get into the season and figure out, you know, who they are again. Yep. So. Remember Josh, I, I remember himself. Exactly. So, you know, 
this is Sunday night, and you know when the lights shine bright, Patty likes to turn it on. So this might be a better game than people want it to be, but um, the Chiefs' defense is what scares me. I'm not worried about the offense. The offense figured it out, but the Chiefs' defense is like you can run all over it. It's terrible. But it's no Bill, offense, thing, but it's bad. The, the thing that they've got going for them is the Bills are not not a primary running team. So no, it's definitely gonna be a shootout. I think uh, it could be. I, but the Buffalo's defense has looked incredible. Yeah, questionably, definitely top five, maybe the best. Yeah. They've looked great, and if if they show up and shut down Patty in that KC offense, we will be talking about the Bills mm-hmm. being the best team mm-hmm. in the league next week. Uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm sticking with uh, with you on this one. I think the Bills cover. I think I think it's kind of honestly kind of disrespectful to not have them favored in this one. I think that's some KC hype. I love me some Patty, but I, I think the Bills easily win this one. Honestly, I think they I think they put KC back. Put, I think they went by at least seven. I think they can win by seven. Yeah, I think I think they put KC in uh, in their little a little set them down. They're gonna say, "Oh, you're not as good as these other teams." What's anymore. their record? What's KC's record? Are they two and two right now? Oh, they beat. Oh, let's see. I got it right here. Um, what do we got? Ooh, update on that Red Sox game. We're up 8-5 now. 8-5. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Well, that changed real quick. That did change real quick. 2-2. Two and two. Yes, they are. 2-2. Two and two. They lost to – they beat – that is not what I want to look at. They beat the – yeah, they beat the or they yeah they beat the Browns, lost to the Ravens, lost to the Chargers, and then they beat the Eagles. So there's some tough teams on that list. There's some tough teams on that list. Chiefs are trying to come for it. I think they want to play the Bucks so bad. They shouldn't have even beat that Browns game though. They they really they didn't deserve yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Really Baker Baker it. just do one bad ball. One bad ball. You know that's he played so good that first week too. And he did. He did. They yeah Browns. I need. Uh, I like the Browns a lot. I hope they can figure it out and put something together. Yeah. But I think that's going to do it for us, my man. You know, this has been fun. This has been pretty cool. It's been really cool, right? I'm excited for you, man. This yes. Is, this is going to be fun. Uh, it's just to start, everyone. Uh, like I said, I want to thank you again, Nolan, for joining me uh, and giving us a great discussion. I like I like hearing your perspective on multiple uh, uh, conversations we had there. Uh, I hope everything works out for your career, obviously. I mean, you're my brother, so it's no choice. Uh, but, you know. We'll definitely do this again, my brother, all right? Sounds good, man. All right, I want to thank everyone for listening. And if you need to get in contact with me about joining for an episode, go to natedogsports.com, like I said earlier, two Gs, no spaces, natedogsports.com. Please keep sending me advice, y'all. It's it, it's helping me, and it's and it's in making this experience better for y'all. Uh, I, uh, I know it's right now it's going to be a slow process, but um, the more advice, the better I'm going to get at this. Don't forget to download, like, follow, and share. This has been The Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Pound Perspective. If you're interested in joining Nate Dog for an episode or need more information on Nate Dog and his brand, contact him at natedogsports.com. And don't forget to share with friends and family. Thanks again for listening to The Pound Perspective, a breath of fresh sports.